number one, buy the hormone fix and listen to it and buy Keto Green 16 because awesome. that is what we teach to our community as well. We, we teach you to just change your diet and treat dry eye as a symptom to an overall inflammation of your body. And so once you get your body less inflamed and more in sync, your dry eye is gonna take care of itself. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Anna Kabeca. I'm the Girlfriend Doctor, and it is my mission and my passion to help women live better lives before, during, and after menopause, and all those who love them too. Man, this has been a journey. Well, welcome to the Girlfriend Doctor podcast. Today we're talking about dry eyes and why it is such an issue and how it can really affect us as well as solutions. I'm bringing on a couple friends of mine, and I know you'll enjoy the conversation. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Dr. Anna Kabeca here. Today, the Girlfriend Doctor, I am here with two friends of mine and colleagues, and we are going to talk about a aggravating symptom and a symptom that I've heard complaints about from so many of my patients over the years, and especially as we're getting older, suffering with dry eyes, suffering with really dry eyes, irritation, and despite doing everything we think and using eye drops, we'll talk about that we continue to suffer with dry eyes and why there are natural options and solutions. So today I'm bringing a couple good friends of mine in to talk with you about this and to talk with us about all of this. And, and it's a really a, again, a critical issue that many of us have, have dealt with, if not consistently, but intermittently over time, depending on the season of our life. So today I'm going to introduce Dr. Travis and Jenna Ziegler. And these are uh, two optometrists and have an amazing story, an amazing background, and a real heart for helping others. Well, I'll start with Travis. He graduated in 2010 from the Ohio State University College of Optometry with magna cum laude honors. He's the founder of I Love. Their website is I Love the Sun, whose mission is to heal a million dry eye sufferers naturally. And Dr. Travis and his wife, Jenna, use the profits from I Love to fund free and low-cost clinics in Jamaica and in the U.S. They've also started a charity called the I Love Cares Foundation, and that's at ilovecares.org. So I'm excited to bring both of you guys here to join my audience today. So welcome, Jenna. Welcome, Travis. Yeah, thanks for having thanks us on. For having us. Well, how did you get into dry eyes? I mean, how, I mean, okay, you're optometrist, but. Yeah, so great story. Do you want me to take it? You can go. Yeah, so in 2010, <laughs> I graduated from the Ohio State College of Optometry. She graduated in 2011. We actually were working for my uncle in Columbus, Ohio. And we, in 2013, 14 time frame, we just felt like there's something off. We loved what we were doing. We were doing, we were in a dry eye clinic. Um, but it was mostly a primary care clinic and we just felt like we needed more. So we did the three things you're not supposed to do. We quit our jobs. We moved across the country and we started two practices of our own. Now, the goal of these two practices were actually going to be pediatric practice because we wanted to get into pediatrics and, you know, God had other options or other plans and he threw out his geriatrics. And so we ended up wanting to open up a children's practice and we ended up with a geriatric or an elderly practice and dry eye, as you know, affects that postmenopausal hormonal female that has the hormones are all out of whack and it affects women quite a bit more. And so mm -hmm. we just started seeing a ton of dry eye in our clinic. 
at the same time starting those two practices, we also started our online business called I Love. And the reason our website's called I Love the Sun, and that's like an I, like E-Y-E, I Love the Sun.com, is because we started out as a sunglass company. And we were a sunglass company for about two years. We still are. We still have four pairs that we sell, um, but it's not our focus anymore. And as we saw more and more people in our practice, we were selling a lot of products for dry eye. We had a shelf full of products that we were selling for dry eye when we were seeing these patients. And I was at a conference one day and there was an expert on, or there's a, a panel of experts on stage and they were drilling another doctor, Dr. Cabral from Boston. And he's a functional medicine doctor and he was selling all these supplements from other brands. And then somebody challenged him and said, why don't you make your own supplements? Because you're the expert. And that was when a light bulb went off in my head and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what we need to do. And so we went back home. This was around 2016 and we started the dry eye syndrome support community on Facebook. It's now 12,000 members strong. So if you have dry eye, make sure you go check out the dry eye syndrome support community. And then, you know, we looked at our shelves and we're like, let's come out with every single product on that shelf. And the big break came is when our biggest competitor now, it was a prescription only. It was $300 or it was $30 a month. We sold probably five to 10 of them a day and they upped their price to $300 a month and a 10 X increase in price. So 30 to 300 and a, a patient came up to me and was just like, can you make this? And we're just like, we'll try. And so hydrate Lynn lash cleanser was born and we released it in June of 2017. And that's ever since then, we've just tried to come out with more natural products for that female patient that is in that 60, kind of that 50 to 70 year old age range. And we want them to be natural and organic following a very similar philosophy to you. We talk a lot about the same diet strategies and we, you know, we use your mighty maca as our greens powder of choice for our, our audience. So that's kind of it all wrapped up Yeah, <laughs> in a long story long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that's awesome. That's really awesome. And I love, I love hearing this to, you know, your origin story, you know, the passion behind it and how you really like, how do we end up doing a certain, a certain path in life? Well, I tell you my, I know my community, just looking at our community, our audience right now is, is that so many women are dealing with this, especially in the perimenopause. Look, I know I joke, I said, I'm bringing on dry eyes because I talk about dry vagina all the time. And this is, it goes beyond that, right? It's really an important, I mean, it is a, a loss in moisture to our mucosal surfaces, whether it's dry mouth, dry eye, dry vagina. I mean, this is something that is, it needs to be talked about and addressed. And many times clients come in struggling. And as a gynecologist, I, I saw patients coming in with the, you know, treating them for vaginal dryness and health. And then inquiring, they say, you know, doc, I also have dry eyes. What can I do? What solutions are good? I'm using Visine every day. And then I looked into consequences of using daily visine. And I want to, I want to talk with you guys about that. So the underlying reasons for dry eye, and I tell my clients getting keto green really helps. We need those healthy fats and we need to decrease sugar and decrease inflammation. And I know you're right on board with that, but like, let's talk about how the eating, you know, how does this come about? I have, I have Cheryl writing in Carol and Debbie. They're like, Oh, look, I suffer with this. Give me a tool. Yes. I need, I need help with this. I think the best thing to start out with, I'll kind of go into a little bit and then I'll have you do the eyelid hygiene routine. Mm -hmm. Number one, buy the hormone fix and listen to it and buy Keto Green 16 
because awesome. that is what we teach to our community as well. We, we teach you to just change your diet and treat dry eye as a symptom to an overall inflammation of your body. And so once you get your body less inflamed and more in sync, your dry eye is going to take care of itself. But number two is eyelid hygiene is so important. And I'll let you take that away because you're better at it than I am. Yeah. So, you know, when we, you, you mentioned eye drops, for example, eye drops are just covering up a problem, basically. So they're covering up those symptoms of dry eyes, but you may have to use them, you know, five, 10, 20 times a day to really feel any relief. And even then it just lasts a few seconds. So what we really want to do with everything that we teach is get to the root of the problem instead. Eye drops are great for symptom relief occasionally, but they shouldn't be the number one thing that you use for your dry eyes. You know, the number one thing that you should use in our opinion is you should do eyelid hygiene. You might be thinking, what do the eyelids have to do with my eyes, with my dry eyes, and they really have everything to do with your eyes. So your eyelids have little glands in them called meibomian glands, and those glands produce the oil for your tear film. And if your tear film doesn't have oil, it evaporates more quickly. It doesn't, you know, you don't have good vision, you're not comfortable. And so when those oil glands aren't working properly, then you have all of these issues with dry eye. It's just a major cause of dry eye disease. And one of the things that you can do to combat that is to clean your eyelids. You know, dentists talk about they've ingrained it into our heads that we need to brush our teeth twice a day to prevent cavities. It's a similar thing with eyelid hygiene. You should be cleaning your eyelids once or twice a day to prevent blepharitis, dry eyes, all of those things, all that eyelid inflammation so that you don't end up with dry eyes. So that's just a preventative technique that you can use. And it's one that we recommend for pretty much everybody. I want to go through that again, because lid care to dry eyes, that's not intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, the way to look at it is she, she kind of hinted at the dental model, but to go into it even deeper, you, you brush your teeth twice a day to prevent bacteria buildup. And if bacteria builds up on your teeth, it burrows in and it forms cavities. And so the only reason you're brushing your teeth is to prevent future cavities. And so we, we have a product that's a hypochlorous acid. It's called Hydrate Lid and Lash Cleanser. It's simple to use. You just spray it on your eyelids every day. We recommend if you have dry eye to use it, but even just for basic eyelid hygiene to use it. It's called Hydrate Lid and Lash Cleanser. And what this is doing is we have an overgrowth of bacteria on our eyelids. And if that overgrowth becomes too much, it produces a toxin. Just like we have waste product, bacteria has waste product. That waste product causes inflammation, it causes redness, it causes irritation. And so spraying hypochlorous acid on your eyelids will tone down that bacteria load, decreasing the toxins and make you feel better. So signs and symptoms of like, if you have problems with your eyelids are gunky eyelids when you wake up in the morning, those sleepies in your eyes, if you have a buildup of that, also a loss of eyelashes. That's a very common sign of blepharitis or inflammation of the eyelids. And so we need to get that bacteria load down because that bacteria will then start to affect the oil glands that she was talking about earlier. And if those oil glands can't release oil, then your eye's not going to be moisturized. And so you need to take care of your eyelids first, body first, mm -hmm. eyelids second, and really make sure you have the eyelid hygiene regimen. And for those that don't have problems, we recommend just a simple hypochlorous acid cleanser. You just wash your face like you normally would, dry it, and then spray it on, leave it on. It's as simple as that. 
Yeah, no, I like that. And I like your product because I've just been using it now and spraying it on my eyes. And I think about the the products that, you know, the things that I have in my home and I have your eye wash here in Georgia and also in my condo in Dallas. And I'm like, okay, these are things. And in my purse, because traveling, you know, on the airplane and in the car with air conditioning blowing on you, I mean, that's also very drying to our eyes too. So even just daily, you know, daily care where I used to use different types of eye drops and, And it's a challenge, especially when I'm on video or speaking and contacts, wearing contacts. So what's, you know, what about wearing contacts? Yeah, contact lenses can be tough, especially for people that have dry eyes. And for the most part, we know that contact lenses are safe. There's some evidence that they can contribute to dry eyes, most of all because of your meibomian glands, because they increase that evaporation of your tear film. So they can be problematic for people that have dry eyes. Um, We usually recommend that people use daily disposable lenses. Those are lenses that you basically wear once and you throw them away. You don't need any solution. You know, for the majority of people and the majority of prescriptions, daily disposables are, you know, they're available now. They're available in all prescriptions and all parameters. And so it shouldn't be an issue to really get them now. Some people still prefer to wear monthly replacement lenses. That's perfectly fine. You just need to make sure that you're taking really good care of them. We recommend that you use a hydrogen peroxide solution at night to clean them because that's really- Never get it in your eye. Never get it in your eye, but it's the best solution. Um, Clear care is a really good one. It's the best solution you can use to clean your lenses. I much prefer that over just a multi-purpose solution. And with contact lenses, you also increase your bacteria load on on your eye itself. So then you increase your bacteria load on your eyelid therefore causing more blepharitis. And so that's where eyelid hygiene comes in even more because you have to be decreasing that bacteria load because you're increasing it by wearing contact lenses. And a fresh new lens every day, like she talked about, is just a lot better for decreasing that bacteria load too. You know, I have to bring this up because in when I owned my medical spa, one of the products we had back then, this is 10 years ago, was Latisse. And they were very picky that, you know, with Latisse, you use the a single brush use and throw it away. I was like, well, how ridiculous is that? I mean, how wasteful that seems. And now we're talking about this eyelid hygiene that there's bacteria. I mean, the reason is because bacteria, infection, inflammation, our eyelids are a source for that. And I was like, that just surprised me. I thought it was more waste than necessary. And that that brings up a good point about makeup. And Mm -hmm. so makeup is just full of bacteria. And so we're looking to develop a makeup line within the next year or two. And the, I mean, you know more about makeup than I do, but (laughs) the mascara brushes and everything, we're going to make those so you can only use them for a week. They're going to become in week supplies because that's where bacteria really builds up. And so you're building up this bacteria and you have people with dry eye and then you're putting more bacteria from your makeup brush. And so you need to be replacing that. And then I I just hear people watching, but I've had makeup for like a year, throw all that away. You should be replacing it at least every three months, if not every month. And that so sounds terrible. That, I know. that goes <laughs> against my penny pinching. You know? I know. <laughs> yeah, it's it horrible. It really does. And Is that an argument for permanent makeup, Jenna? <laughs> Actually, that can be just as bad for your oh, eyelids no. and for dry <laughs> eyes and just the reactions that some people can get from that. 
And you mentioned lash growth serums too. I know those are big in our dry eye community. We get that question all the time. What lash serum can I use? There is not one out there that we know of that is really safe for your eyes right now. So many of them contain synthetic prostaglandins, which basically in your body, they increase inflammation. And so when you use them around your eyes, you're just going to increase inflammation. And so many people that use them, you might have longer eyelashes, but they notice that their eyes are more red after they use those products. So we just say, stay away. Unfortunately. Latisse was found as a side effect of a glaucoma medication. They had all these VA men that had these beautiful long eyelashes (laughs) because they were taking glaucoma drops. And so the company said, well, let's make it a cosmetic. And so that's what they did with it. Oh my gosh. You know, it's so funny what we do to VA men, right? They're the guinea pigs and and that's how Viagra is a heart medicine. They were happy with the side effect of Viagra as a heart medicine. (laughs) So true. Viagra, right? It's studied in VA men and they all had these long lasting erections. They're like, huh, let's remarket this, you know? Cheryl wrote in from Facebook and she said, sometimes my lids, my eyelids are stuck to my eyeball and I have to be so careful to pull the lid away first or I get like a cut that hurts and blurs my vision for days. And so really that's very, very severe. And I'm sure you've seen this. I know she wears protective blue light blocking glasses, which you guys are really big advocates of, and we should all be wearing them right now. And also cod liver oil. And she follows keto green for the most part, but she's still struggling with this. And and also Anne writes in about castor oil, castor oil for using that to clean the eyes as well. Mm-hmm. You want to take the, I'll take, I'll take the you first one. So yeah. the first thing is, is what's called a recurrent corneal erosion. Mm-hmm. And so if you've ever had a scratched cornea, you know, it hurts and it hurts bad. And our cornea is very sensitive because it's got thousands of nerve endings. And you want that because if you get something in your eye, you notice it, you get it out of your eye. But if you scratch it, just like your skin has layers, your cornea has layers mm-hmm. too. And if you disrupt too much, too many of those layers, if you go too deep, it will actually create what's called a recurrent corneal erosion. And the reason that is, is because that top layer forms little anchors like boat anchors down to the bottom layer. And if you disrupt those, it creates a very, very delicate front surface that's not very attached. And so when we close our eyes at nighttime, we're like going over that area. And when we open them back up, it rips back open. Mm -hmm. So essentially you're creating a, a scrape over and over again. And another way to look at it is if you do have a scrape of your cornea, you're blinking. And so you're constantly rubbing that area. So it's very hard for that to heal. And so that's why a recurrent corneal erosion just keeps getting disrupted. So what we usually do for a patient like that is we'll get them on a salty ointment for the eye. It's called Muro 128, 5%. Muro, M-U-R-O, 128, 5%. And we actually have them just put it on in their eyelid and then just rub it into their cornea. And we have them do that pretty much three to four times a day. For about two months, that's how long it takes for those anchors to, to reestablish. And but definitely at nighttime too. Especially yeah. at nighttime, because then that prote- gives you a protective layer between the eyelid and the, and the cornea, the, the invisible dome of your eye. But those kind of conditions are very, very important to follow up with your optometrist or ophthalmologist mm-hmm. for that, because it needs to be monitored. And they can even put a contact lens on for an extended period of time under close monitoring to help heal that area a little bit more. 
Yeah. Some other things that she could do, you know, before she goes to bed at night, use that ointment that we were talking about May, you know, do your eyelid hygiene. That's really, really important. And then maybe even consider using a sleep mask of some sort, because so many people sleep with their eyes open, even just a little bit, you might not even know that you do, but that allows the front of your eye to just dry out even more. And so when you go to open your eyes in the morning, that's when your lid gets stuck to the front of your eye and then it rips open. And so by doing those things, you can hopefully, hopefully, you know, mitigate some of that. And then like he said, with a contact lens, sometimes we'll do extended what we call bandage contact lenses and we'll allow people to wear them for a long period of time, just to allow that cornea to better heal. So allow that really front surface of the eye to anchor down to those, you know, lower layers of that eye. Awesome. Awesome. And then what about something like using castor oil around the eye? Yeah. I mean, we don't recommend putting it in your eye necessarily, but it can be a great moisturizer. Um, We have a lot of people that do use it right before bed, you know, just close your eyes, kind of rub it all over your eyelids, your eyelashes, everything, and then go to bed. It's a great way to keep that moisture in there while you're sleeping at night. And just make sure it's organic and anything you put on your body or in your body should be organic. And so just make sure you know the quality of what you're putting on your body. So mm-hmm. don't just go buy any old castor oil. Make sure it's an organic castor oil. No, we use Marisol, Dr. Marisol's Queen of the Thrones castor oil. Yeah, that's a big uh, advocate of her product because I know it's so clean because I know her. You know, it's like those things, like I know you when I bring people to my audience. I know you. I know not just that your products are good. I know that your heart's good. <laughs> your heart's good and it's in the right place, right? And that we are here. You guys are so service oriented as well as with your charity, you know, I mean, very, very service oriented. And so that means a lot to me because that's how that's how I am. And that's how my audience is. They're heart centered and they're amazing people. And so, and that's why I wanted to share you guys. I want to share your site real quick here with, because you guys, you have offered our audience 20% off, right? For some of the products. I want you to walk through specifically for these products and, and talk about them because I think they're so beneficial and they're so different and unique. Again, talking about, you know, the lid and lash cleanser, because we don't, we don't get that, right? We want something that's clean to, you know, clean our eyes, that's healthy for our eyes. We're not introducing chemicals. All our orifices, okay, the eyeballs, the mouth, the vagina, right, are very vascular and are gateways to absorb toxins. And especially like things that we've been using, like our our life that we think have been good for us are, are different cleansers and cosmetics and toners and all these chemicals are having access into our vascular system, right? And that creates more dryness, more problems down the road. So we want to reverse that effect now and, and heal it so that we, we, stop, we stop struggling. I want to talk about these products and then also additional support and help and guidance for my clients. Yeah, so we created a, a landing page, a page for your audience. And it's I Love the Sun, again, like an I, E-Y-E, lovethesun.com forward slash Quebeca. And so I love the sun.com forward slash Quebeca. And to just go over our hydrate lid and lash cleanser a little bit more, I actually, I was digging in my drawer. That's why I disappeared <laughs> for a little bit. Um, this is our two ounce bottle. We have a four ounce bottle and then we have a one ounce bottle. So one ounce is a month supply. This is a two month supply. The four ounce is kind of a four to five month supply. And it's only two ingredients. So it's electrolyzed water 
and it's hypochlorous acid. And hypochlorous acid is, it's a product that's made by our body. Our body makes hypochlorous acid from the neutrophils in the immune system to kill bacteria, to kill viruses, and to kill pathogens that enter our body. And so hypochlorous acid is used for a lot of different things like wound cleansing. It can be used all over your skin. It's safe for ingestion. We just got corneal testing done and it was proven safe to, to hit your the front of your eye. It was safer than water. It was safer than water <laughs> on your eye. And so really it can be used anywhere where you really have skin irritation or just a little bit of redness. And so mm -hmm. it's very simple to use. Like we talked about after you're done washing your face, drying your face, after you're done with your nightly routine, you literally just take it, close your eyes, spray it on. You can rub it, you can leave it on, but you don't have to rub it in at all. You can just leave it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wipe it off. You don't have to wash it off. It's very, very safe to use. And that's, that's what we recommend to do with it. Um, you can also spray it on a cotton round and wipe it in there if you have debris or anything that you want to try to get rid of. And yeah. do you want to go over the, the face wash? Yeah. So I'm actually going to go over the, the eye makeup remover is on there and I'll kind of do it as a routine. So the eye makeup remover you want to use first, if you're going to get this little kit, the eye makeup remover is just four ingredients, all safe for the eyes. And basically it's an oil-based eye makeup remover, which I really like because they tend to have less chemicals. First of all, ours doesn't have any that are going to, you know, irritate your eyes. And they're really, really great for removing makeup for, you know, if you wear waterproof mascara or something like that, I like to make my eyes wet first and then use it, but really simple to use. Make sure that you're removing your makeup every single night. That's one of the biggest tips we can give you. If you're not, you're just allowing bacteria and chemicals to, you know, sit on your eyelids all night, which is not good. And then we have our tea tree face wash. It's one a of my foaming. Yeah. It's a foaming face wash. This is a new product of ours. We love tea tree oil because it has great anti-inflammatory properties and it's wonderful for inflamed skin conditions. Oh, I got this for my, I'm going to interrupt because I got this for my daughters for their acne, you know, and it's just so they love it. They love the smell that does a good job getting their makeup off too. And yeah, it's wonderful. I absolutely love it. I use it every single day and it's great for, you know, just calming any skin inflammation you have, um, which can also be a big contributor to dry eyes, ocular or rosacea in general, um, and skin conditions that are similar to that can have a big effect on the eyes. So this helps to calm that. And then the hypochlorous acid is what you would use after you wash your face. Yeah. And it's got 19 different plant extracts and mm -hmm. botanicals. So a lot of essential oils are used in that. Um, it's really gentle. Why 19? We don't know because they, it's because they all have antioxidant <laughs> and healing properties, but we, we try to stay away from very typical preservatives that you see in most products. And even in organic products, there's preservatives that are in organic products that can actually kill the meibomian glands, those oil glands that are in our eyelids. And so we try to stay away from all of those and try to go towards more food grade preservatives, which creates a lot of problems because it's very hard to find food grade preservatives in these products that are safe. And so it took a lot of reformulations with, we're coming out with an eye cream soon. And the eye cream took us 10 months to formulate it because we couldn't find a preservative that would mix right with the formula that we wanted. Mm -hmm. And what we did is we actually tested the top 10 organic and natural products on the market. All of them failed microbe testing. And so they all had bacteria or mold. And that was the problem we were having is we kept we kept getting bacteria and mold in all the formulations we were making. And it took us 10 months to find a formulation that did not have bacteria and mold. 
but the top 10 products that were out on the market were producing mold. We tested them in, in the lab and they produced mold or bacteria of some kind in there. So it's kind of scary. There's a lot of junk on the market, unfortunately, and it's not really well regulated. And so we're really happy with what's coming out with that. And we'll, we'll hopefully be releasing it within the next couple of weeks or so. Oh, good. That sounds interesting and definitely keep us informed, informed about that. You know, we, you talk, we talked about the eye makeup remover and I, for a while I was doing eyelash extensions. I was as addicted as anyone. First I was like, no way. And then I had to do a couple days of video and travel. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And then I was addicted for months, like three, four months, but my eyes were redder. It was terrible process, I mean, painful and irritating. I'm like, I know that cannot be good for our eyes. That glue cannot be good, yeah, right? It is not good. <laughs> yeah. So any oil-based, I was away. I didn't use any oil-based cleanser for a while. I didn't use my castor oil. I didn't use the eye makeup remover, but uh, because of the oil base, right? And that takes away our, our fake lashes. And, but I noticed my eyes were red and irritated and drier. And I, you know, I do everything to keep really healthy, healthy eyes, right? Healthy mucosa. We'd yeah. see like one person at least a day in our two practices that would come in due to eyelash extensions and the, the glue, them having a reaction to it, us having to take it off yeah. or just prescribing something for them. But that's where the hydrate lid and lash cleanser comes in because it won't take away that glue. Don't get them in the first place, but if you do have them, <laughs> make sure you're using that spray because that will help with those irritations with that yeah. problem. But don't get them done. Yeah. It's alcohol free. It's oil free. So it's safe to, you know, use mm -hmm. on your extensions if you do happen to have them. Ah, Okay. Another thing too is other things that we talk about with eyes, with strengthening our eyes as we get older. And one thing is that I learned that our contact lenses, I mean, it's, I don't wear them very often. I wear them for video and production and things, but I'm more and more wearing my eyeglasses for a couple of reasons. But I know that it is also a barrier to receiving good phototherapy from the sun, right? Our contact lenses are just as well as sunglasses can have a negative impact if we use them during, you know, for the long haul consistently. And we're not, we become really photosensitive. So I want to talk about that because that's a really big deal. All these sunglasses and I see little kids with sunglasses and I'm like, no, don't put those on them, you know, especially not early morning, late night. You know, I mean, we want to get as much of our phototherapy from the sun as we can get, right? But contact lenses are a barrier, glasses are a barrier, sunglasses are a barrier, and that can cause increased tear germs. Can you talk about that? Because I see that, especially as we get older, and then people are now, you know, they can't go outside without putting sunglasses on. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first thing to, to note about that is you know, between those hours of 11 and three is when the, the sun is most harmful. And so you just want to try to avoid the sun during those hours, because not only for your skin, but also for your eyes to protect your eyes, because you can have physical changes to your eyes from the UV light during those strong hours. But like you're talking about before that 10 a.m. sunshine is, is great for not only your whole body, but it gets hormones and everything starting to regulate and so we try to go for a walk or go outside every morning before 10 a.m., no sunglasses, just walking around the neighborhood and just let the sun hit you because it's good sun. It's got a good balance of UV light with that infrared light. And then that's actually going to help you sleep later on in the day because 
you have hormones that get turned into melatonin later in the day and that melatonin will help you sleep more. And so the sun is also good for blue light. So we talked a little bit about blue light earlier, but blue light regulates our sleep cycle. And so when the sun comes up, it's the most abundant source of blue light. And it's more than your screens could ever get even close to. And when the sun goes down at night, blue light goes away. And so blue light goes away, tells our body to start producing melatonin. The unfortunate thing with now is we're all on screens. And so screens have blue light. And this is kind of going away from your question a little bit, but I'll keep going with it. Yeah, Um, it's good stuff. We have computer screens. We have our TVs in our bedrooms. We have phones in our bedrooms. And this all has blue light. So once the sun goes down, you should eliminate all blue light from your life, which means putting down your phones, putting down your computers, turning off your TV, because that's going to keep you from getting into deep sleep. And that deep sleep is what you need to rest your mind, to rest your body. And that's how your body recuperates. We go through four cycles of sleep, one, two, three, four, and we need to get to three and four, but you have to go through one and two first. And not being able to get to three and four is going to cause you to be more tired in the morning. And it's going to cause you to be more groggy. You're not going to be as mentally sharp and your body's not going to recover. And you can fix that pretty easily by just getting off your devices. Mm -hmm. And so what we recommend to your viewers as a little challenge is, you know, turn off your phone, put it into airplane mode at nighttime and do it an hour before you go to bed and then read a paper book, read, read the keto green 16 or the hormone fix or our book, rethinking dry head treatment do yoga, do meditation, do something for yourself during the hour to just wind down, take the TV out of your bedroom because the bedroom should be for sleep and sex only get the TV out because I know you fall asleep to the TV, (laughs) but no, that you shouldn't do that because you're disrupting your sleep. As long as that TV's on, it's emitting blue light to you and disrupting your sleep, preventing you from getting that deep sleep. So my challenge to your viewers is try it for three days, an hour before bedtime, shut down all the devices airplane mode for your phone, put it in another room, see how much better you feel the next three days as a result of doing that. It just makes a huge difference. Yeah, I can imagine that it does. And um, we had a question too, and I am a big advocate of blue light blockers when we're on the screens. You know, I make my youngest daughter wear them, my older daughters wear them too, especially for extended screen exposure. Working, We're working at our computers at our office too. I have blue light blocking shields for the office staff so that when they're looking at their computers, we just have a shield over their screens in general. And it does make a difference. All my employees say it's a huge difference from when they didn't have that. And I mean, I definitely feel that too. So that's another important thing. And definitely sunrises, sunsets, sunrise, sunset. Sounds like a song. Oh, it is a song. Okay. So it is, um, you know, it is very beneficial. That is good medicine. Sunrise, sunset. Those are good. That's good medicine. And then again, exercising our eyes. One thing too, for anyone listening with that high photosensitivity, it's often a vitamin D deficiency too. So that's a red flag to get that vitamin D level tested. Now we had a question. Well, you sell your products international, right? You guys? From our website, we ship anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world. Good. And also Teresa wrote in from Facebook and she asked about eye compression for dry eyes. Yeah. Warm compress probably. 
Yeah. So there are a couple different ways that, and I'm not sure if she means like a warm compress or like an eyelid massage, but I can kind of go over both of them. So basically we, we do tell people to use warm compresses. Um, once a day is fine. Warm compresses are mostly for symptom relief, but what they do is they allow that oil in your meibomian glands, those little glands in your eyelids to heat up. And when that oil heats up, it becomes more like melted butter. It flows more easily than if it were, you know, hardened and stagnant. And so it's just a great maintenance technique to use a warm compress over your eyes, you know, maybe 10 to 20 minutes a day. And then what we recommend is that you just do a gentle eyelid massage. So you can just close your eyes. Gentle Gentle being the key word. You know, you can massage like this or you can start at the top and you can kind of roll your fingers down your eyelids. And what that does is it just you know, gets those oils in your glands flowing again and kind of breaks them up, you know, gets them out into your tear film where they actually belong. Um, do you have to do that every day? You don't have to, but you know, it kind of feels good. Make it a spa therapy for yourself, you know, after you do your warm compress. Yeah. To, to think of the oil glands, they run up and down on your eyelids mm-hmm. and you have 31 on top and bottom and they produce the oil away from the eyelid margin. And then they push it out to the eyelid margin. And so what you're doing there is just, like she said, heating up the oil and then expressing it down to that opening and then pushing it out onto the eye. Mm, that's fascinating. And you just think of all the the way our body is designed to protect us too, right? Those oils are antibacterial, antifungal to keep our eyes healthy as well. And while I have you experts on the eye on, what about like, why is it that age 40, 50, we become farsighted. Why is that the case? Like us wearing glasses and now I've I've worn contacts my whole life, but now when I have my contacts in, I have to put readers on to read up close. So it's actually, it's a condition called presbyopia. And so presbyopia is just a fancy term for losing the ability to focus our eyes and to see up close. And it happens to 100% of people. So you're not alone. (laughs) And so it, it simply is we have a lens inside our eye And this lens, when we're younger, it's very, very flexible. And so when we're looking at something far away, so I'm looking out at a distance across the street, my eyes are relaxed. When I look at something up close, the muscles in your eye have to flex and bend that lens to see something up close. And so we're constantly in the state of relaxing and focusing and relaxing and focusing when we're looking at different focal points, so different things far away and up close. And what happens is every day of our life, we're adding layers to this lens. And with anything, if you make something thicker, it's going to get more rigid and harder to move. And so it takes until about the age of 40 to 50 to lose that that flexibility so much that you need a pair of reading glasses to help out. And so you just can't focus as much. And remember that when we're relaxed, that's distance vision. But when we're up close, that's focusing. And so we can no longer focus like we used to because of that lens being so rigid. Now, that's actually the number one cause of blindness in the world is from the number one cause of preventable Preventable blindness. blindness, And so the inability to get glasses to people that can no longer read is the number one cause of blindness that's Mm -hmm. preventable. And so there's about 1 billion people that are blind due to a lack of glasses. And so that's, that's the mission of our charity. And a simple pair of readers that we can pick up at the store, they just don't have access to. So... That's why it happens is just that lens inside your eye gets unflexible. And that lens is also where a cataract occurs. 
And so a cataract is just a clouding of that lens eventually over time. Happens naturally with, with age. Doesn't make it any better. But it is something that we can then remove that clouding and then put a brand new lens in if it's needed. And that new lens will hopefully correct your vision once it's in there. And those new lenses now, can't. some of them can flex so that you can see up close. So if you're willing to pay the extra money, once you have cataract surgery, you can get lenses put in that allow you to see both far away and up close without those reading glasses. Yep. Yeah, that it's fascinating. It's so interesting to me. And also how many advances have been made in eye care over the last couple decades. It's just been really fascinating after seeing my parents go through their eye issues and and looking and seeing what's available now. I want to thank you guys, Jenna and Travis. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your knowledge. I'd like you just to summarize a couple key, couple key tips for all of us who have suffered with dry eyes moving forward. And so we've talked about, we've talked about a lot, just definitely the eye massage, keeping the eyes clean, avoiding toxins and chemicals. And so if you'll summarize just a couple key tips that you want everyone who is listening and or watching, depending on where you're hearing this podcast, some tips to do and then how we can connect with you. Yeah. So, so key tip number one is what we talked about with the hypochlorous acid. The easiest thing, the simplest thing that you can do is get hypochlorous acid or hydrate lid and lash cleanser. Mm-hmm. And at the end of your routine, at the end of the night, just take it spray it on and that's it. That's one of the easiest things you can do to keep your eyelids healthy, which will then keep your eyes healthy. Put it by your toothpaste, use it twice a day. You can use it up to four to six times a day and use it anywhere you really have irritation. So that's, that's what we always tell people. Number one is get your eyelid hygiene regimen down. And the simplest way to do that is just adding this to the end of your, your routine. You got tip number two. I mean, tip number two for us is that we didn't talk a lot about it, but replace your breakfast with a green smoothie, a keto green smoothie. You know, so many people are eating inflammatory breakfast foods, you know, bagels and cream cheese and eggs and bacon and, you know, cereals and stuff like that. And if you replace your breakfast with a green smoothie, you're not only going to feel better overall, but your eyes are going to feel better. That's definitely tip number two. Yeah. So those are the two top tips that we use. Um, follow what Dr. Gebeka teaches with Keto Green 16 and the hormone fix. It literally is almost exactly what we teach for our dry eye sufferers because we serve a very similar demographic market and we serve similar people and food is your fuel. And it, it makes such a big difference in what you put in your body and how much inflammation you have. And then, you know, just making sure that the blue light is the biggest thing making sure just try that challenge an hour before you go to bed, turn off all devices and just see how much better you'll sleep. I love reading paper books and that's what I do every night before I go to bed until I essentially fall asleep. And so I would, I'm just going to keep it at those three simple tips because that that's easy to do. Yeah, no, and that's foundational. And I think that we can all make improvements in each of those areas. (laughs) I want to thank you guys and I, and your website, how people can connect with you. Yeah, so we put a special page together for Dr. Kabeka. So go to ilovethesun.com forward slash Kabeka. That's E-Y-E, lovethesun.com forward slash Kabeka. And if you use a coupon code on our website, Kabeka, the coupon code, mm-hmm. then you'll also get 20% off any order that you have. Also reach out to us. So we have a YouTube channel, a Facebook page, and a podcast called The Dry Eye Show. 
And we don't just go over dry eye. It goes over overall health. You've been on there, I think, three times now. And Great podcast. You, Great you, show. You've been on twice, but we've broken one down into two segments. So, And then join us in our community. It's free. It's the Dry Eye Syndrome Support Community on Facebook. So join us in there. Thank you. I thank you guys for being with us today. And thank you all who have been watching and listening. I encourage your comments, questions, and just your investment in your own health, your investment in your health as an individual and not neglecting any aspect because it's normal to have dry eyes as we age. It's absolutely preventable and it's a sign that we need to do something about it. So like with all areas of our body, right? So I encourage you to to invest in your health and continue to share this message with others. Thank you for being with me today. Can we all agree now to say goodbye to painful eyes, irritated eyes, red eyes, and things that aren't serving us and finding really natural, positive solutions to all of these areas in our life or where we have these challenges. So I know from my own personal journey and coming across Drs. Jenna and Dr. Travis Ziegler, that their solutions have really helped me with my eye issues. I've worn glasses since I was 13, started wearing contact shortly thereafter and on and off throughout the years. And so healthy eyes are critically important. You can see so much, right? We see the soul of another through their eyes. So keeping our eyes healthy is, is really important and avoiding the things that may be nice cosmetically, but aren't serving us in the long run. Or choosing, right? Choosing our guilty pleasures wisely. And that makes a difference. The counterbalance, right? Give and take relationship, detox and, and retox, right? We're always, always about balance in this, but definitely we're seeing these issues and struggling. There are solutions. Another solution that as a gynecologist, I work with clients with MS, MS who have had multiple sclerosis, who have had dry eyes. And I use natural, also hormonal eye drops, getting your hormones balanced is key. So progesterone is really beneficial to balance our progesterone. We, men and women, we lose that as we get older and it's really a nourishing hormone. And so you making sure you're using, if you're not using pure balance PPR cream, a balancing cream or being prescribed, especially postmenopausally, a bioidentical progesterone can make a really big difference in our health in general, as well as having a good night's sleep. And then when you're getting a good night's sleep, you're restoring your body in so many ways. Another thing that your physician can prescribe for you are estrogen eye drops, estriol, estriol, E3 or E2 eye drops, a small amount can go a long way. And there's some anecdotal evidence to say even a testosterone eye drop can be beneficial in helping reverse dry eye as well. So, you know, balancing hormones is, is really always is part and parcel. And we do that in so many ways by getting keto green, breaking up with sugar, getting a good night's sleep, catching sunrises and sunsets and balancing our hormones. So thank you for being here with me today on the Girlfriend Doctor podcast. Be sure to check out Drs. Jenna and Travis's website. I love EYE, love, I love the sun.com and forward slash Quebeca to get that 20% off of their products, which I stand behind. I recommend them. Let me know how you do with it too. Take good care of your eyes and every other part of your body too. Nothing is 
worth suffering as we get older. There are natural solutions. That's what I'm here for you for. Please let me know what questions, what are areas that you'd like me to talk about, investigate even more that you would like information on. I look forward to hearing from you. And remember, I am here for you. I'm always your girlfriend doctor. Take care till next time.